we started this journey 10 months ago and it was just an app. And then in the beginning of January this year, we launched our workplace uh, program with three pilot uh, companies, all different sizes, all different domains uh, to learn more. And they actually paid us to build this. That's great. What'd they pay? 1200 a month per employer. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka. Now, if you're hearing this, it means you're not currently on our subscriber feed. To subscribe, go to getlatka.com. When you subscribe, you won't hear ads like this one. You'll get the full interviews. Right now, you're only hearing partial interviews. And you'll get interviews three weeks earlier from founders, thinkers, and people I find interesting. Like Eric Wan, 18 months before he took Zoom public. We got to grow faster. Minimum is 100% over the past several years. Or bootstrap founders like Vivek of Question Pro. When I started the company, it was not cool to raise. Or Looker CEO Frank Bean before Google acquired his company for $2.6 billion. We want to see a real pervasive data culture, and then the rest flows behind that. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. There, you'll find a private RSS feed that you can add to your favorite podcast listening tool, along with other subscriber-only content. Now look, I never want money to be the reason you can't listen to episodes. On the checkout page, you'll see an option to request free access. I grant 100% of those requests, no questions asked. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Am Suthar. He is a first-generation immigrant and second-generation entrepreneur. He studied, taught, and practiced design in three continents and five nations in the span of 10 years. He's published over 10 patents and continued to innovate himself beyond the traditional archetype of designer, now building a company called Squirrel, Abundance for Your Body, Mind, and Wallet. Am, you ready to take us to the top? I am. All right. So what does Squirrel do? And the domain name is sqrl.me, if you guys want to follow along. That's right. Um, we help organizations get to know and grow the well-being of their workforce. Okay. So who are you selling into typically? H- kind of heads of HR? Yes. Uh, and sometimes uh, directly to the uh, employer, the owner of the company, if they're small. Okay. And so give me give me a kind of perspective here, right? Are, how are companies paying for this? Are you pure play SaaS? Yes. This is pure SaaS uh, and uh, flat... Um, seat rate of $6 per month per active seat, just kind of like Slack. Okay. And what's like your sweet spot? So, so I guess when companies sign up, are they typically signing up for one seat or a thousand seats or? So they're typically, our sweet spot seems to be um, small to medium sized businesses around 200 employees. Um, we signed um, three total pilots to date uh, and we just launched our waitlist site so we can launch this to the public because our vision is for this to be a, um, a quick, uh, self-service checkout where we automate everything that's important and give you give the employer control of everything that matters. Okay, so pre-revenue today. Yep. Okay, pre-revenue. Uh, th- uh, so when did you launch? When did you write the first line of code? Uh, we started this journey ten months ago, and it was just an app. And then in the beginning of January this year, we launched our workplace uh, program with three pilot uh, companies, all different sizes, all different domains, uh, to learn more. And they actually paid us to build this. That's great. What they pay. 1200 a month per employer. Okay. So you had three paying 1200 a month. So 3,600 bucks a month in revenue. Yep. Okay. That's great. Um, and how many employees are that, that span or just, was it just per one per company basically? It was 50 employees at one 80 at another 20 at another. So a batch of 150 total. Okay. Plus 20. So what is 150 times six come out to 3,600 a month? 
In other words, if you add up uh, the 160 yeah. total seats. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay, good. So, so basically you pre-sold the thing. Now, what does activation look like? Have they been able to get those 150 seats actually using the tool? And how do you define active? That's right. So an active user is defined by a user that signed up and created an account. Um, and uh, we've, what we, what we, what was lucky for us is that we, we launched the, the application to the consumers first to learn a lot about how do we make sure activation is really high. So our activation rate is at around 36%. Okay. So like in the past 30 days, how many of the 150 seats have logged on? Um, almost 80% of our users that create an account stay on as monthly active users. Okay. Got it. So you've got about call it 120 out of the 150 that logged on in the past month. That's right. Okay, great. So, so 156 bucks a month, that's like $900 a month in revenue, but you're getting about 3,600 because these were your pilots. You charge them a little bit more. Um, when do you actually turn on the kind of the paywall for anyone? Um, so we're, our, our wait list just launched so we can qualify the right customers again and, um, for, for our public launch. And we're about three months away from that. Okay. So you'll launch basically January 1st, 2020. That's right. Okay. Um, what did what have you spent to date uh, on the MVP in terms of cash? Right. So you've been building it for basically twelve months. How much have you sunk in? Yeah, uh, about one hundred twenty k of my own funds and uh, twenty six thousand from uh, friends and family around. Okay. So how much total capital have you raised besides your own money? Uh, twenty six thousand. Oh, okay. Good. What did you do? Convertible note. Yeah. Good. Why did you do, I mean, why not just put in a little extra money yourself? Why, why go through all the legal and the work of raising 26 grand? Uh, to be quite honest, um, we ran out of our bootstrap, uh, uh, you know, range as much as we had. Um, I built all of this on the side of uh, a full-time job and, and scaled this. I've designed every pixel. So um, I've taken it as far as I potentially could. And now I'm trying to bring in more support to scale and fund it. Are you still working your full-time gig? I am. Come on, when are you going to quit? You got to go all in, no safety net. Well, um, my plan is uh, to go in if, if, as a public launch, I would basically go all in because I think we'll hit a, a pretty high uh, MRR where I feel uh, comfortable leaving and, and doing this. Full-time. What MRR do you have to hit before you feel comfortable leaving? 10K. Okay, got it. And what's team size today? How many people full-time? Uh, we have... Uh, Six developers and three advisors, and I do design and product. Are those six developers though all full time? Yes. Oh wow. So so I mean, isn't that weird them being full time? But they're like our CEO isn't even full time. Why should we put all of our energy in? Well, um, I put in my full time hours or close to it, about thirty hours a week, um, just between the, the job. Uh, I'll typically work my full time job, go home, uh, work from seven to ten, and then wake up, connect with the team again on the uh, progress they've made overnight. Um, and then again, from about six to uh, six to seven thirty, I'm working there, and then I head to my full time job. So nine people on the team uh, total. Yep. And what's burn right now per month? It's about six grand per month. Okay, I mean, so so these six developers must be like super cheap. Ukraine, Kiev, Argentina, India, India. Got, okay, so what's the connection? Did you have connections there, or how'd you find them? Um. Well, it's kind of ironic. My, one of my advisors connected us and I realized that they work in the building next to the building I used to work in India when I was designing an electric scooter for inner city women about seven years ago. So I was like, this this works out great. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Okay. Do you, do you have any sense on where you're going to find, like, how are you, what's the wait list saying? How are you going to grow it? How are you going to get traffic? 
Yeah. So I, you know, one of the the areas that um, we're trying to tackle and why we're trying to do this so so differently is um, typically wellness programs are sold uh, as an add-on to your health insurance or payroll or something like that because they know that it, its value can't really stand on its own. <laughs> what we're trying to do is build a direct-to-buyer sales model where we really put uh, control of the health data as well as the parameters of um, you know which milestones you want to reward and how much you want to pay out in cash. And, and we automate all that. So giving that control really allows us to onboard and launch a, a wellness program in minutes and clicks, which takes our competitors days or weeks. So really, um, by, by building this flywheel and then partnering with like our local chamber of commerce, uh, small business uh, administrations, because I'm here in D.C., I'm able to uh, make the right connections to kind of get this out to the right audience. And what we've learned is there's a lot of small businesses, even labor uh, intensive environments like construction workers that would love to have benefits, but they've just always been uh, no clear ROI and out of budget. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing I always wonder about this is like, do people care enough, right? Does an HR team care enough about dedicating budget to this kind of problem? Or is it really just a made up problem that we know would feel good to solve, but people won't actually put money behind? Yeah, that's a great question. Traditionally, it's an ambiguous problem. And it doesn't seem clearly valuable, like what's what's my bottom line, right? But what we're trying to build is um, currently your personal health data is collected by health insurance companies, and then they use that to factor and augment the cost of your deductible, making care even out of reach. What we're doing is we're reversing that and saying, hey, um, what if you are you can show that you're becoming more physically active, that you're building financial resilience, that you're becoming more mindful of your emotions, and you can use some factor of that information and give that the positive information to the health insurance company to reduce your deductible. Can, can, can we do that? That's not something we've proven out yet, but that's what we're really trying to build towards. Yeah. Cause you've got an example on your website, like joy, it says at the top, like this morning, I'm grateful for snuggles with my mom. And then it says you've walked 9,000 steps. Right. And then you have, you know, you have this much in your savings account. Right. So you're trying to like put all this in kind of one snapshot. Is this really a big data play? It, it's not really a big data play. I think it's a big insights play. Like data has now just become a commodity. Everyone's collecting it, but nobody knows like really what to do with it, right? But we've done some backwards calculations. Like um, just if you walk 2,000 steps more, if you add 2,000 steps to your daily average, uh, that all other things being considered, that's an 8% reduction in risk of chronic cardiovascular diseases, right? You're not going to see that rebound in uh, like bottom line value overnight. But over the course of five years, 10 years, that makes a big difference. And especially when you talk about spending $400, which you probably already are on gym memberships and stuff like that with no programs, our program gives you data on what's happening that helps HR organizations also understand how to better uh, activate meaningful benefits. But like, for, for example, like you say, set aside a dollar for every thousand steps you naturally take each day. Is that the employer incentivizing the employee to walk more and the employer will give them a dollar or does that automatically take a dollar from like the paycheck of the employee to put to their savings account? So there's two layers to that. Uh, one is you're incurring your own savings habit from your own checking account to your own savings account. And then on top of that, the employer can uh, customize a match program, if you will, where they say, hey, every time you hit 10,000 steps, I'll pay you an extra two bucks that will pay out at the end of each month. I'm putting, my, I'm putting my phone on a treadmill. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> you can do that, but we'll, we'll catch it. The, those are anomalies that are pretty easy to like catch on an aggregate. Level. Why would I connect my bank account to this app so you can see my savings when I know my employer is behind it? Now they have all my personal financial data. 
That's a great question. We actually don't look at your overall savings amount. All we look at is the amount that you save with Squirrel. Uh, we're very explicit and um, uh, intentional about what data we collect and what data we don't look at. But you have to connect to my Bank of America or my Capital One, my Chase accounts in order to actually facilitate these payments back and forth. So, I mean, technically, you do have hooks into my, you know, the company will not have hooks into my personal banking, correct? So the company will not have hooks into that. What we use is Plaid and Douala. And those are APIs where we just pass secured uh, APIs and keys. Uh, We don't actually, like we have, there are clear safeguards and limits in what we can actually look in at. Yep. Yep. Interesting. All right. Uh, let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, favorite business book. Um, probably traction right now. Cause I'm reading number two. Is there a CEO you're following or studying? Joe Gebbia from Airbnb. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building your company? Notion. Number four, how many hours of sleep are you getting every night? Seven. Okay. And situation married, single kids married and have one kid. Okay. How old are you? I'm 35. 35. Last question. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Uh, start building specific knowledge. What do you mean? Um, uh, I picked this up from Novel, but um, in his pod, but um, it's it's about you know just going zooming in on one specific thing and really learning it really really well and using that knowledge to build. Uh, you know, you, with other ancillary specific knowledge, you can build something that's really unique to you and build your value, not just for yourself, but like in society. Guys, there you have it. It is an app that companies can buy to help their employees have healthier, better mindsets on life, have better savings habits. Currently, 150 seats are active at six bucks a month, so $900 a month in revenue. This comes from three pilots where the com- the brands and companies paid 1200 bucks per month on average to do these. They are now opening up the uh, the paid program on January 1st, 2020. Waitlist is just now launching. Spent about $146,000 building the MVP between 2018 and 2019. Now looking to scale. About nine people on the team, six engineers burning about 6000 dollars per month as they look again to grow. Um, thanks for taking us to the top. Thanks.